Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally. He is Matt Williamson. And uh, welcome. It's a Thursday. Beautiful and, uh, Thursday. Yes. A yes. week from tonight, Matt, the NFL season will kick off. Yeah. The uh, town seems to be buzzing them with back, backyard yeah. brawl going on this evening. I'm kind of looking forward to that. But more importantly to me is we got a week till the NFL kickoff and just slightly over that till the Steeler kickoff. That's awesome. Can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have seen enough practices. Yeah. We've right. been talking about practice for a long time now. Yes, it's been a lot. Yeah, we talking about practice. <laughs> um, tired of talking about practice. Let's talk about some games that matter. Uh, the Steelers making uh, a pair yeah, of roster moves today. Uh, well, no surprise, they, they uh, placed a DeMonte KZ on injured reserve. Uh, that will be with a designated, they don't have to say it now, but he'll right, be designated right. to return at some point. Calvin Austin also going on there. That, that one's. Minimal surprise there, but I knew something yeah. was going to happen at the wide receiver position. I did talk to Calvin Austin yesterday. I don't think he expected to go on IR, really? but um, I mean they had seven receivers on the roster. Yeah. I mean six is really pushing it. Yeah, I mean you knew something was going to happen. So they re-signed uh, to replace those guys, uh, Marcus Allen and offensive lineman Trent Scott. To okay, the so they were roster, an offensive so. lineman short. Yeah. You'd like somebody that better than Trent Scott, to be honest with you. But he's been around the block and he's a tackle. <laughs> you know? He started games in the NFL. Yeah, that's that's where he's kind at. of a, a big deal. I'm sure people are asking about Joe Haig. He's visiting the Raiders as we yeah. speak, so well, I guess sure he's they, out of the well, mix. Why did they sign resign Haig? Well, Haig doesn't have to sign here. He can sign wherever he'd like. No, right, right, right. He's it's a, a two way street. Now. That's yeah. a good point. Right. No, it's not. But as soon as you let him go, he can do whatever the heck he wants. So he might as well. Way his options. They and, just got Alex Leatherwood. I'm sure Joe Haig's looking at this going, well, I might be able to go there and get a start. I say he might start for the Raiders. Right. I mean, they, they their line's worse than the Steelers, and folks, that does no, exist. No, that can't they, possibly be the case. <laughs> There's no line worse in than the history of the league. It's the worst <laughs> line ever put together. Yep. I mean, the, the lines tonight at, uh, at the at AccuSure Field will be better than theirs. Yes. Everybody in the world's better than the Steelers line. <laughs> That's like I keep telling people, watch some other teams. Yeah, this isn't an uncommon problem. There are 25 teams around the league who are hurting for offensive linemen. Yeah, and there's five of them that are every bit as bad as the Steelers, and if not worse. Yeah. You know, and the Raiders are one of them. So if I'm Haig, I'm looking at, like, I can maybe be their right tackle. I might be a starting guard. 
He's going to see the deal. money. Probably. Right, yeah. right, right. And then the next contract, get a, a bump from there, or maybe they're going to pay him more than the Steelers did. I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's the reality of it. They also made uh, three roster moves on the practice squad. Oh, okay. Uh, they they signed uh, Mark Gilbert, cornerback, who was here last year mm. in camp. He signed with the Lions off the Steelers practice squad. Okay. And actually so I know the name, but I don't know them. much yeah. about him. Okay. Uh, I think he went to Duke, if memory serves. Uh, they got the tight end Justin Rigg and linebacker Chapel Russell. Uh, let me see here. Um, yeah, Mark Gilbert. Uh, did he play Duke? Let me see here. I'm sorry, I don't know a lot about those three names. Uh, well, he is. Uh, he he's Sean Gilbert's nephew. Oh, okay. Uh, but he played last year in the NFL. Uh, actually, had he a must be Darrell he had Revis's the forced fumble in the Ste- against the Steelers uh, for the Lions. I got to help you. Turn that game into okay. a uh, tie. yeah. He played for the Lions. Yeah, I mean, he was on. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, Justin Rigg was with the Bengals in the preseason. Um, University of Kentucky product, uh, played 63 games there. You said he's the tight end, right? Yeah. And then uh, Chapel Russell uh, was with the uh, Jaguars in 2021, played in all 16 games, started one. Okay. So he played a little bit for them. Uh, he has played in 27 total NFL games, uh, was originally a seventh-round draft pick of the Buccaneers, 241st overall. So... That's the same spot Chris Olanikon was selected. Oh, wow. The, How the, about that? The, I'm impressed you know that. wasted draft pick that the Steelers had this year. Yep. That Ended up with the Chiefs, right? He's on the Chiefs practice squad. I can't tell you how many times I've answered this question. Was that a waste? Of, why did they waste that draft pick on a seventh round quarterback? Oh, I know. They, you know, they got, I don't know if you knew this or not, Matt, but the Steelers once drafted Brett Kiesel and they got Kelvin Beecham <laughs> in the seventh, in the seventh round. round. So two guys in the last 20 years, and all of a sudden they wasted a draft pick. One of their two seventh-round draft picks. Mark Robinson was the other one, by right, the Right, right. So if Mark, if people think Mark Robinson's a player. Well, that's the thing. Well, Robinson's so great, he should replace Bush because Bush is right. terrible, of course. And well, they could have had someone just like him instead of Philolicon. Yeah. Um, so that's your one dude. Like, you get one of those every 10 years. Yeah. A seventh-round yeah. draft a, pick a turns, that, that turns, turns into, into a, something. That's a starter. Yeah. Um, I You know. I've gone through this a dozen times. They weren't going to be able to sign a quarterback as an undrafted rookie free agent who could tie his shoes and knew which way the football was supposed to be thrown. The way I always explain it is put yourself in said undrafted quarterback shoes. I would rather go to the Chiefs. I'd rather go to the Bills. I'd rather go to anyone that didn't draft a quarterback in the first round yes. and brought in another guy in free agency that's going to get all the reps. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be able to throw the football in a, in a preseason game and maybe even take some snaps in a drill because that guy didn't get that opportunity here. No, <laughs> and, and so, so, well, why did they draft him then? Well, you didn't know that, every A, everybody was going to make it through the preseason healthy. Mm-hmm. Or something would happen to a guy. Yeah, we're going to take four quarterbacks to training camp. No, no matter, matter what, what. No matter what. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. He gets you through all that situation. Because, again, if you don't draft one, no undrafted rookie who is worth a pound of wet spit is going to sign with you. Because you drafted one. You drafted the only quarterback taken in the first round right. this year. And you signed one in free agency. Right. I mean, obviously all those guys are going to get all the reps. Um I had something brilliant. Uh, and who knows? I mean, somebody could have called the Steelers weeks ago and said, we'll give you a good pick for Rudolph. I mean, well, that good thing we got this other guy here floating yeah. around, you know? So, uh, and again, it's not a wasted pick. I mean, seventh rounders, 
are, are being thrown around the last week or so for, you know, it, it, I, I got a couple spare uh, pennies in my pocket here. Take this seventh rounder from yeah. 2025. You yeah, know, right. that kind of stuff, you know. Um, so. so, yeah, I, I mean, I again, I, it's not the, the end of the I don't get the idea that they somehow wasted a seventh round draft pick that A, was one of two seventh round draft picks that they had, mm-hmm. and B, was at the end of the seventh round. Um, I give me, I, they could have signed an offensive lineman that would have helped them this year. Really, one this offensive guy's lineman going were, they, quick. were they getting? Were they drafting in the seventh round that was going to help them mm-hmm. this year, next year, or even potentially the year after that? They would have got somebody like Mark Robinson or like one of these dudes they just signed to the practice squad who would have had an opportunity and you see what they do and who knows. I mean, maybe you would have found a guard or a safety or something there that would have made the team or made your practice squad. But you also could have found a, a longtime backup quarterback, too. You know, yeah. that's more valuable. I, I mean, I, I, I think it's really splitting hairs to criticize them for that pick is crazy to me. Yeah, I, I don't right. understand I mean, it. There's been guys like Dak Prescott that are fifth-rounders that are, you know, that go on and have great careers. Well, they didn't have a fifth-round pick this year. Man. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's the uh, roster moves. Um, you know, we'll Are see. you shocked by Allen or Scott? No. No. Yeah, yeah, I mean they're no, those, familiar. They know what yeah. they're doing. I, I knew Allen was coming back. I mean he's mm-hmm. he's a core special teams player. Um, Scott is a guy that he's been around the block and he's yeah. a tackle. Yeah, I mean he's got. It's about as good as it gets, folks, in terms of plucking guys off the waiver wire or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean that, that's what's out there. Yeah, you know, so such is life. Yeah, there's uh, nobody. They're not gonna. Nobody's cutting a starting tackle. No, nobody's mm-hmm. making a starting well quality starting tackle. I mean Alex Leatherwood was a starting quote unquote a starting tackle. Mm-hmm. Uh, but only in the eyes of the Raiders. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, uh, the Eagles just picked up Trey Sermon. That was another one I get asked about. Right. I'm Seriously. sure he was names when brought yeah. up, too. I mean, yeah. everybody who's gotten cut, what about this guy? What about that guy? What mm-hmm. about that guy? There's a reason they're on the street. This time of year, <laughs> I love my job, but it can get a little annoying that everyone that got cut is, well, was he a good fit? I've heard of him. Is he a good fit? He's, he's better than what they got, right? Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably not is the short answer. Yeah, they probably want to stick with the guy that they've invested an entire off season into training and oh yeah, teaching You've a playbook, coaching and, every little bit out yeah. of him. You know his strengths and weaknesses, what you could trust out of him on game day and that type of thing, or may have even been here a couple of years. You know, so no, keeping your own is a, a good move, especially if you're a quality team. One of the other questions that I've gotten, Matt, is then the Steelers now have eleven of their sixteen ah. practice squad spots available. <laughs> Or, or filled right now. Why haven't they filled up the practice squad? Well, first of all, they're not practicing. They don't un- need the bodies until the next Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As we saw, they just signed three guys who are with other teams. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball. We do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs. Yeah, like check out these hair plugs. I mean, don't just walk around, hey, tapping, <laughs> hey, hey, stranger, I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you have to do that with everyone you meet? Some people try to act like they, uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but I mean like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot? Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So what about toupees? 
Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. You're you're waiting for the smoke to clear on this here mm-hmm. right now and, and sifting through. Uh, there, Put it this way. There were, what, a thousand players who just became free agents yeah, right, yesterday? Right, right, right. Like, and <laughs> even the best of coach or uh, pro, pro scouting staffs, that's a lot to digest. It's you know, not like, only a lot to digest. It's a lot. You have to contact. Okay, who fits? Like who do you call? And yeah. you get right, right, all right. right I gotta, yeah. gotta the call, logistics okay, of it all. We're okay. gonna call these five guys, and which one of them is gonna say yes? And you know, get them on a plane, and you know, all yeah. that kind of stuff too. No, that, and you don't. And those agents, I mean, <laughs> they play one team off the other. Right. That right you right. gotta get the name on the contract before you announce this. There was that happened to the Steelers. With an undrafted guy, I want to say this is probably 15 years ago, where they announced. That they they were going to sign it was some wide receiver I can't remember what the, what his name was, and when they announced he was going to sign with the Steelers, the Falcons upped their offer to him. Yeah, sure. And he ended up signing it with Atlanta. Well, they came back. They they had already announced that the guy was was going to be on their uh, among their undrafted guys. So they don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. The name has to be on the paper. Yeah, and, and think about if you're an agent too, you may have just had forty customers, clients that were released. You know, like. I'll get back to you in a minute. And I'm dealing with this. I mean, it's not like yeah. there's one an agent's just one person in the building, but I mean, still, there's just a, a flurry of activity. And the biggest point is, like you said, they don't need those bodies right this second. You know, I mean, they will fill them up. Yeah, they're not. They didn't practice today. They're not going to practice tomorrow. Right. It's a practice squad, and I think people need to understand that as well. It's going to get filled, guys. You're not necessarily putting guys on your practice squad. To quote unquote hide them or or develop mm-hmm. them for later. Your practice squad is largely. Do you like those guys? Yes. Sure. But your your practice squad is there exactly for what the name of it is. Practice. We need somebody to practice yeah. against that you know we can trust that isn't going to take our dudes' knees out. They understand how to practice. They know how things work they around here. They know how to walk and chew gum. Yeah. <laughs> They're not going to cause waves on and off the field. You know, I don't want to be a headache with these guys. No offense to the walk-ons of the world, but the walk-ons had a shorter leash at, at the college level in terms of getting in trouble or whatever than the others because I don't want to spend time with them. I got enough, I don't have a few enough, few enough hours in the day to begin with, let alone to deal with those type of guys. Yeah. So be model citizens. Do what you said. Maybe you get an opportunity to get called up. You know, some of those guys are on the fringe of being rosters, and right. some of them are just warm bodies to some degree. Yeah. And you hope to get in camp next year. You know, I mean, that's the best as it gets. Yeah, I mean, you, and, you know, maybe you get onto the practice squad and you do some stuff on there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. you know, open some eyes. I've, Absolutely, that, that's happened. Um, I said, well, you know, you still James, get attention from your position. James Harrison coach. was on the practice squad, and I'm like, I get asked that my in my live chat today. I'm well, you know, everybody looks at the guys on the practice squad like they're James Harrison. Yeah, I'm like James Harrison shouldn't have been on the practice squad. Right, 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 right. That that was a mistake. Yeah, <laughs> that, that just as cutting him three times was a mistake. It's like our seventh round conversation a minute yeah. ago. I mean, like fans, I love the passion. I, I've been there as well, where I'm eagerly awaiting who that fifty third guy is, or the seventh <laughs> round pick, or who's going to be on the practice squad. But the more you realize, it's not that important. No. You know, I mean, sure, there's some stories there. Of course there are. There's Kurt Warner stories out there, too. I mean, but that doesn't mean you can bank on it or anything. Yeah, it's one out of every, again, 
every 10 years you get a guy mm-hmm. that, that has done that. Now, the Steelers have had some success with some of the offensive linemen there. I was asked about that as well. Well, the Steelers have now had four offensive line coaches in the last three years. Kind of they have. I get it because there was, you know, the situation at the end of last season. Right, 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 right. Okay, I get that. Uh, are, you know, are, are they not being taught correctly or is it, you know, a situation where they're just, they don't have the talent? Like, to me, it's always about the Jimmys and Joes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, if you don't, if I, if I have a, a team of anything and we don't have the talent, it doesn't matter how, I could, Vince Lombardi could come out of the grave and he's not coaching that team Oh, yeah, there's certainly a level. We're going to see that, that with no Belichick doubt. this year, right? 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 We saw it with Belichick two years ago when they went seven and nine. Like mm-hmm. that was a bad roster. Yeah, he coached them to seven wins, but that was probably their ceiling. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that downplays the the, uh, the coaching matters somewhat, uh, no doubt. I mean, and to but, me, an O line coach is the most important position coach yeah. out there by far. But if you don't have the talent, it doesn't matter. But I also don't know. Is this guy or the guys before him post-munch good or bad at their job? I honestly don't know. And I avoid that conversation at all costs because I've been fortunate enough to see them behind the scenes. And even the biggest fan, whoever's covering the team, would never know if he's a good assistant coach or not. They have no idea. You're not in the tight end room with the tight end coach. That's what kills me. You know what I mean? There are media members out there. Mm -hmm. And I'm not singling anybody out, but there are – who think that they know offensive line play because they, well, I played offensive line in high school. Sure. That's not the same. If I have a question about something on the offensive line, I go ask somebody who knows. Yeah, right, right, right. I'll grab Wolf or I'll grab, you know, Max sure, Starks or sure. I'll grab somebody, I'll, you know, I'll talk to somebody who might know a little bit more right. about offensive line play than me. I mean, how often do we reference Greg Cosell? I mean, yeah. all the time. He, he's phenomenal. You know, my buddy Ross Tucker calls him the the best civilian tape guy out there and I 100% agree. I wish I was as good as my But he's still a civilian. He's still a civilian guy. and anytime he talks O-line, he's always like I'm weaker on O-line than the other positions. You know, it's just it's a totally different beast. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. it's so technically sound, all that type of thing. And, and hey, I mean, I I totally get that. Um we'll see on the Steeler O-line. I, uh, that's the thing. I'm not ready to yeah. say as some as some are, that this is a disaster. No, uh, nobody seemed to notice it or recognize it. But the last game was better. Yeah. I mean, it, it was better. I mean, so we'll see. And you mentioned it yesterday. Wait till they start the game plan a little bit as well. You know, the the Dan Moore versus Josh Allen in Jacksonville situation would not have happened to that extreme in a regular game. You yeah. know, I mean, so if those Moore things are knows, important. If Moore knows that he has help, he's got somebody chipping behind him or if mm-hmm. he's got somebody to his left side, he's not going to get those holding penalties. No, right, 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 right. Like, that doesn't and happen. You, and your pass set's different yeah. and everything about it's everything, different. Everything right, right, right. changes. So, And if he's the only one that you're worried about, like I had that question today, well, I feel pretty good about Chooks at right tackle. And Glad I, somebody recognizes yeah. that Chooks isn't playing poorly. Right, right, right. And, right. and I feel good about the center and mm-hmm. right guard looks like it's going to be fine. Daniels guard, is much better in this yeah, game, right? Dotson looks like he might be okay. But damn more, he could be a problem. Like, if you've only got one problem. And he's not a disaster. Right. We saw him last year. He was serviceable. Yeah. You know, right. So, uh, if it's only one problem, you're okay. You're okay. You're you can't okay. have two or three. I mean, hey, I mean, back to the Jimmys and Joes, I'd like better Jimmys and Joes on yeah. the offensive line. That's part of the thing about Munchak. Like, mm-hmm. Munchak had two first-round draft picks. 
that were already established. And a second round pick. Right, right, right. That's what that I was about kinda to say. helps. Yes. <laughs> Daniels was a two. What Chooks was a three, Moore was a four. Yeah. Cole was undrafted or six, he might have, I he's think. A fifth he might have been or a six. six. Yeah. yeah. I mean Dotson was a mid round pick as he was well. A four, yeah. yeah, Green was a mid round pick, you know. So in a position that goes extremely early, I mean, guys with third round grades go in the second it, it, on the O line because there's a shortage, folks. You know, there's not a ton of pedigree there. I bet there will be more pedigree next year at this time. Yeah, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me one bit if their first round draft pick is an offensive lineman. Absolutely, I or, mean, that's... and a free agent signing. Or, yeah, you know, right. But, I but... mean, this this thing is not completely fixed yet. I, somebody say that well, this is just arrogance by Tomlin thinking he has his offensive line fixed. I have yet to hear Tomlin say, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Oh, we got our offensive line fixed. No, right. <laughs> he he recognizes those, the problems. I've not right. heard those words come out of his mouth. Absolutely, it and, takes time. I have a problem with, well, they should have taken Creed Humphrey instead of Muth, or they should have taken this guy instead of Najee, or this guy instead of Claypool or Bush or whomever. Revisionist history in the draft is cheating on the test. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, yeah. it doesn't take much to do that. If you can show me proof of where you had it all laid out that you like this guy better, then stick by your guns, great, you know. Um, but to, to say it two years after the fact, they're dumb. They should have, they passed on, how, how did, why didn't they draft Dak Prescott in the third round? You know, like, yeah. Yeah, just, I, I, revisionist history with the draft is hard for me to swallow. Not to mention, wherever, I'm sure Creed Humphrey would be a great stealer, but he might be a better chief than he's a stealer or he a better be, chief than I'll, Jaguar. Or, you also know. make note that the Chiefs passed on Creed Humphrey with their first pick. Of course, right, right, they right, had two right. First, they had two second-round draft picks last year. Mm-hmm. They passed on him with their first one. Right, right. Took right. him with their second one. If they thought he was going to be all all that in a bag of donuts, right. they would have taken him with the first second round draft pick. And we know how this worked too. The, the same people that would be that are saying that would be like, well, they don't have a tight end. That Fryermuth dude for the <laughs> for the Chiefs is really good. Why didn't they draft him? <laughs> you know, like you can't have everything. No, you can't do everything. <laughs> right. Imagine if they would draft a fryer move. The Chiefs are smarter than the Steelers, you know? Yeah. Wow, well, you know. I mean, there are only so many draft picks to go around, but mm-hmm. that's just how it goes. Uh, he is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally, <laughs> and uh, this is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. And I'm looking for this, – this is not working right here. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that um, – you yeah, know. I mean, it's some of the revisionist history makes me crazy, but, you know, such is life. <laughs> it's how it goes. We're getting a little testy here. We're ready for the regular season. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can now listen to Steelers Nation Radio anytime, anywhere, through your smart speaker. Just say, Alexa, play Steelers Nation Radio from iHeart. Alexa will take care of the rest. Did How you know about that, that? I will. I'm going to try that at home tonight. I'm going to tell the kids to do it. Then my wife's going to get mad when I start yelling, Alexa, Alexa. She, who's this Alexa? <laughs> Maybe I'll... Uh... Record another podcast in one room, have us going in the other room. There you go. You know, just could play all of our stuff all over the house. Yeah, yeah. that's a good I've idea. I've had enough of dad. <laughs> all dad all the time. <laughs> Everybody will then tune you out. That's how that works. Uh. Oh, they've, they've got that down pat. Yeah. Anyways, we're going to take a break. We'll be back with more. You're listening to The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.